Good morning, you guys. Welcome to another episode of Sweetwater Podcast. I'm your host, Divine Priestess. Alright, so today's podcast is going to be focused on change and the things that we ask for and the changes that has to be made for those, right? And you guys are very well aware of what I do, right? You guys know I am a spiritual person. I am a practitioner. When it comes to the type of practitioner, I personally don't label it, you know? And and that's just me. So I kind of let people's, you know, minds wander and kind of let them label me as however they see fit. But anyways... So I went to church this past Sunday, right? It's been a while since I've been to church. And I went to church and it was it was funny because and when I told people what I experienced this past week, I tell them all. I felt like he was speaking to me directly. I feel like out of everybody in that room he was looking at me, pointing at me, having a one-on-one conversation, you know, or spirit literally came through and spoke through him, right? To the point to where I'm, it's like a movie, like I'm looking around, like, is he, is he, like, does anyone else see this? Like, like, I feel like he's talking to me because, and, and the main reason why I feel that is not only was he touching on things that I literally just prayed in my altar about and was praying and praying and praying about. But I sat front row, not because I wanted to, because typically when I go to church, I try to sit in the back and not be seen, right? Which is something that I'm working on. I get called out for a lot, but I got directed because I'm looking and I'm like, all the seats are filled back here, right? And I'm watching the lady at the very front, right? Very front of the aisle waving me down and I'm just like oh my goodness I got this this head wrap on I'm dressed in like this bright color pink you know I'm already tall and all these eyes are on me and not to mention you put me literally in the first row right where the cameras are where everyone is looking at me and I'm like oh this is this is great so let me let me try to you know let me try to, you know, not, you know, be so obvious, right? So he comes out in the first, um, you know, scripture he brought up was, I want to say it was from 1 Corinthians, right? All in all, the entire, um, the entire service was about disciples, Okay. And so, you guys know I'm really big on words, right? So, today I want you guys to go look up disciples. And, matter of fact, let me go do it for y'all, right? Let's look up the definition of disciple. And I looked it up a few days ago, right? Because we hear all these things, but we truly, I mean, a lot of us don't fully grasp it, right? So, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. So, a disciple, right? We, of course, we extremely tie it to Christianity, but it is a follower or student of a teacher, leader, or philosopher, right? 
The other definition is going to be a personal follower of Jesus during his life, especially one of the 12 apostles, right? So a disciple is ultimately a follower, right? Of a, of a teacher, right? Or as a student, okay? And I'm not, even though I'm not a Christian, I do listen because, you know, you receive messages. Memory verse. So basically the message that I received was equating it to things I've prayed about, you know, of walking my spiritual path, you know, what is the next steps? What do you want me to do? I'm going to do it. I'm here. And of course I try to negotiate with spirit, right? So at the service, he was touching on, um, and I can't remember exactly the scriptures he used, but I do remember what they were talking about. And it was three disciples. And I guess, you know, this is when Jesus was getting ready to be put on the cross okay so he had three one of them his father was you know going to pass so he was saying oh yeah Jesus I'm gonna follow you but let me go home and bury my father so Jesus was like you let the bed let the dead bury the dead right? but then the second one was like oh Jesus I'll follow you but let me go back and say bye to my family right and Jesus said um what do you say? <laughs> Jesus said, anybody who puts their hands on the pew and looks back is basically not fit to walk this life, right? You're not truly a disciple, right? And all of that to really say is that we all ask for these callings. We all ask for these purposes to fulfill it, to do these things, but we're not willing to leave behind our life, right? We're not willing to do the immediate changes, right? And yeah, those are very simple requests, right? But those are things that you have to sacrifice for these, you know, practices, right? Or in just in general, walking your purpose. Sometimes those those are the small sacrifices that has to be made, right? And it seems very simple. Like, why can't you just let him go bury his father? Or why can't you just let him go say bye to his family, right? And so as he's continuing talking, you know, and he's like, it, even though it was very simple, very small, but the time it was going to take for them to go back, and come back to where they were, they were going to miss out on some very important things, right? On their journey, right? And that made me reflect on myself, right? Because I sit here and, and these are, and I, I can show you, I share with you guys about, you know, the process of going into a closed practice, right? The ceremonies and initiations that is required, right? And one thing that I personally have heard many times when I enter the rooms is that I'm a runner, right? And it's like, I'm not running, but I have things that I want to do, right? I have this timeline in my head like I'll do it but I need x y and z to happen first before I do it right and so hearing the pastor say these things it really I felt like I was being called out right of I I sit here and tell spirit you know I'm here to serve I'm going to do what I need to do I'm willing to walk this path you know, I fully am going to commit to it, 
right? But these are the things that you must do to, you know, to truly walk that. And so then going down the line, and I do have a favorite, I do have a favorite book in the Bible, right? And it really shocks people when they find out that I've read the Bible, right? But my favorite book in the Bible is Matthew, right? Because ultimately it's about letting go of the worry, the, you know, the the paranoia and things like that because you're always going to be provided for. And he brought that up and he was just kind of like, it's just Matthew 5, I believe he said, right? Now I can't truly give you the exact verse, but just read it. And he ultimately says, it's like when you do what you are being asked to do, what you do, what you're being told to do right you're always going to be provided for you're always going to be taken care of so there's no need to sit here and stress and worry and and again those are things that i sat on my altar literally before going to church talking about right so now leaving the whole biblical aspect of this podcast right after that i begin to doing some more reflections right because i'm a you know i'm a psychic medium my friends are psychics, you know, they're psychic mediums, and even getting readings from them, right, of them telling me, oh, you need to do this, and I'm sitting there telling I'm not doing that, right, and I have no problem telling them, I'm not doing that, and they always say, you're just being stubborn, like, you do this, you're going to be good, right, and you get confirmations, from so many places so even for people on their journey i i preach this so much to you guys continue doing what brings you peace what brings you happiness what brings you joy right because spirit is going to communicate to you in a lot of those places right spirit is going to communicate to you in many different ways you get confirmations from so many different places right Church happens to be one of the places where I get confirmations at all the time, right? For some reason, I feel like as soon as I walk in the room, every every time I do show up, it's a message. And it's like, dang, I just, I just talked about this, right? So now let's go into the fear, right? Because ultimately, if we really sit here and think about the things that we've asked for, we are low-key scared to get, right? We're low-key scared to get. And I am not afraid to say that, right? Because I had expressed this this past weekend to someone that things that I've prayed for and asked for, I get so close to getting it, like I can reach out and grab it. But then a part to me feels like I can't do it justice, right parts of me feels like i'm not deserving of it even though you know you sit there and you cry to boohoo like why do i do this like i deserve better deserve this and that third right but when you get close to getting it it's like something it's as if like all your your sins right comes up and it's like no right or is it just me I hope it, I know, first off, I know it's not just me that, that feels that way, right? But it's the fear, right? It's the fear of now I'm stepping into this new space. What do I do? 
right? How do I, how do I take care of it? Why? Right? What do I, what do I, you know? And and how I'm picturing it in my head, and like how I'm kind of equating it, it is like with the children, right? A lot of us, a lot of us sit here and say, "Oh, I want to have a kid." This and the third, and when the baby's born, you know, people, you know, first-time parents are scared right they don't want to they don't want to mess up they become very overwhelmed right and everyone else who's you know have plenty of kids is like just relax you know you're not gonna you're not gonna you're not gonna fuck up you know and and if you do everyone does so on and so forth right ultimately becoming scared and it gets to a point to where you know unfortunately some people do leave because of that um but ultimately it, it takes adjustment right and so that's how I feel when it comes to a lot of these changes, right? And I know you guys probably feel the exact same way of we ask for these blessings. We ask to receive these things, right? But once we get it or once we get real close to getting it, we're kind of like, mm, it's not the right time. Maybe I should wait a little bit longer. I'm not ready. This is, let me prepare myself, right? And it's like, sometimes you just have to dive in, right? Sometimes you just have to jump in the water. Which is another thing that the pastor mentioned this Sunday. So if you guys are interested, um, I personally like this church because I like his terminology. And I like that he also will touch on, you know, what specialists and, and scholars and things will say. Right? He doesn't just... Uh, anyway, you guys check it out for yourself. It's Wheeler Baptist Avenue. Right? It's a church located in Houston. Okay, but anyways, and that's another thing he was talking about is how we dip our we dip our toe in the water and then we'll leave for a while. Then we'll come back, right? Scared to get in the water, right? So all these changes that is happening because this is the time, right? This is fall. Change is happening, not only with the crops, right? Not only with the weather, but also in our lives. Change is happening. We're heading up into October. We're heading into, you know, Halloween. We're heading into Thanksgiving. We're heading into Christmas. Then we're going into New Year's and then Valentine's. It's back-to-back stuff, right? All these changes. This is a time where everyone wants to get in relationships, right? Because they want to do all that whole thing, right? So many changes happening, right? And change definitely happens fast when you are in alignment with what you're going to be doing. And the change isn't always easy, Right? Because I know a lot of people will say, oh, if it's meant to be, it'll come easy. And, and that's not always the case, right? It sometimes really is easier said than done, right? We think of when something is meant for us, it's going to come easy in a sense of, oh, we're not going to deal with any problems. Like, all the doors are going to be opened. That's not for everybody. I'm letting you I'm going to let you guys know that now. Some of us, that is not how it goes, right some of us it's like no you gotta go through the mud to get to it you know it's not going to be easy for everyone so i kind of do wish people would stop you know i mean it becomes easier in a sense only because i guess you get used to it 
right? It's just like working out. You know, they would say, oh, it doesn't get easy. You just get used to it, right? You start adding more and more, right? More and more reps, more and more weights, more and more sets, all these things, right? It doesn't get easier, but, you know, you get stronger, you get better, right? So for the ones who it does come easy for, congratulations. But for the others, no, you are not alone, right? Ultimately, the road to getting to it, though, however, I feel for those who it doesn't come extremely easy for, the road isn't as long as we make it out to be, right? The road isn't as long as we make it out to be, okay? And and the, the image that came in my head is like the 100 by the 400, okay? The 100, yeah, that's easy, but your ass really got to sprint. <laughs> Versus the 400, you know, you have to pace yourself, right? Because you don't want to burn out before you cross that finish line, right? You ultimately... Yeah, you train for it, right? And a lot of things that we go through in life is training us for, you know, that race. Think about it. Think about how a lot of the the knowledge and wisdom that we've acquired and how that basically helped us reach success, right? In whatever we were doing. You get what I'm saying? So like the 400, you don't, immediately come out sprinting i mean you can you know i mean everyone has their own different you know ideas some people say oh you sprint the curve or you spent sprint the straightaway right i don't remember what i feel i believe i sprinted the straightaway and you know kind of slow down on the curves a little bit you know but i mean to each their own but nonetheless, it's not it's not the same. Okay? Yeah, you're running, but it ain't the same. Okay? It's the anyways, let's let's move on to the <laughs> to the next thing. Cause I don't want to ramble on about track and and sports. But change it is something that is definitely needed and the change isn't always how you do things right sometimes it is the environment right sometimes it is the environment that holds us back not the amount of work that we put in right think about plants for a second i think i've used this in an analogy i think i've used this for you guys before of i had a plant right and at my old place the plant wasn't really growing right it it grew but it wasn't like flourishing and I brought that plant over here to my new place and it just takes off right I put the same amount of work in in both places the only difference was the environment right so sometimes change is not about you stop doing what you're doing or oh I need to do things differently no sometimes it really is just the scenery right it's the crowd that you have around you. It's the audience that you are catering to. Right? 
it's so many different things when it comes to change and automatically we like to assume change is actually us our personality the way we are executing and that is not always the case right I've been seeing a lot of people talk about this on TikTok of, you know, they're showing videos. Well, not videos, but they're on their video talking about, oh, such and such drained you, right? And they're showing pictures of what they looked like in their relationship and then how they look afterwards and how they blossomed, right? How they've changed. And in fact, what was the factor that was not helping them progress was the person they were with right it's the same thing like think about companies jobs that we work at right we can have worked the same position for two different companies but one company we're going to be happy we're going to be thriving we're going to be moving up right it's going to come easy but you also had to change that scenery right the other one yeah you'll move up but you might got to do a little bit more extra work and you know, is it really worth it? Well, it's a whole bunch of things. All right. So, again, think about that when you think about change. And I, and I again, will share my experience. I, I personally have always said, and I tell this to people, you know, I need to change the way I'm doing things. I need to change how I'm going about promoting. I need to change, you know my social media i need to do this i need to do that right and it and it's not even that it's number one the audience that i was targeting it's also my environment right because in this just and this just came into my head now we we try to how do I how do I say this we don't fit in where we think we do right very similar to the the saying skin folk ain't kin folk <laughs> okay it it is like me personally I am in a in, think of friends group right Think of friends group for, and again, you have people that have many different types of friends because I have, I have, you know, friends that people think I wouldn't be friends with. But for this example alone, okay, because, because it is, this is facts. Think of, matter of fact, like Hot Topic. Hot Topic has a specific group. Me, and if you guys know me. Me working at Hot Topic, yeah, it'll help me, it'll be a, it'll be a paycheck, right? It's money, but is that truly going to help me whatsoever, right? I don't fit in there. That's not, it's not my group, right? And the group, it's not always in, in trying to fit in, right? Trying to, like, oh, yeah, these are my people, I'm gonna sell to them, and da da da, right? It's not always about the appearance, but. It's also about personality, how you carry yourself and things like that, right? It's a lot of it's a lot of things that go into that. So think about that as well of where are you at, right? What doors are you walking into? Right? And there are people they can walk in any door. Yes, that is fact. But that's not everybody. 
right? It is not the majority. It is not the masses. Okay, let's be honest. Right? And that is okay. Because you don't have to. Right? So, think about that when you are thinking about your success and how you can reach it. It's not about what you're doing. But it's about how you are going about it. Right? How? Not everyone is your client. Right? And that is something that I had to realize. I When I started Casa de Agos Dulces, I had a specific target group. And that's just not how it went. That's not how it worked out whatsoever you know my primary target group is a demographic that I was not expecting to be receptive to me right and so now that I know what I know okay now let me make the necessary changes because then it also too and this is for people in business and with businesses now that you know who your group is your target audience is focus on them cater to them right and don't worry about gaining more customers and more clients because that will come right because word of mouth is a very powerful tool still to this day, right? People buy with their senses. And if you have a friend that's coming that's sharing what you, you know, you've created or what you're doing, more is going to come, right? So, again, I would like to take the time to thank you all for listening today, right? These podcasts are... These, you know, these episodes aren't meant to be extremely long. They're, they are there to, as my brother would say, light a fire under your ass, right? Or give you that confirmation that you are needing, okay? If you will please be so kind to follow on Instagram at Divine Priestess and also Casa de Aguas Dulces, I would greatly appreciate it. Share this episode, right? Don't don't gatekeep now. Don't don't try to keep me under wraps. Nah, definitely share it, right? But I ultimately appreciate you all, and I'm truly grateful. Okay, and you guys enjoy the rest of your week. <laughs>